Welcome to Chess Talk, episode 135. We're back. We have Robert the Robot. He is remote. Uh, you don't know what kind of electronic device I am. Don't be calling me that. And we have the controller, as always. Extra crump, crump trolling. <laughs> Extra crump trolling Extra crumping. tonight. Sorry. Rob this and is I my are playing uh, chess. third beverage. Yeah. <laughs> Recording from home. It's a joy. We are playing chess, and I will do my best to actually play tonight and not just get stuck in conversation. Well, now that I started it, I can poke and true. remind you. Because I think I can actually send you like alerts on the website. So it's perfect. You sure can. Like, hey, bud, it's your turn. So Rob, what's up? You've been gone two weeks? Uh, yeah, it has been. Oh, okay, yeah, it has been two weeks. I had uh, a birthday party last weekend, and I was in Seattle this weekend. So, oh no, it's only, been, it's, only been, it's, been, it's been one week. It's been one week. Because uh, last week I wasn't able to make it, but this is week two, and I'm here. But yeah, birthday party in Seattle over the week to explore the world and see things and, and experience food. Did you go by yourself? No, my wife came with me. Uh, we went for a couple days and uh, stayed in Airbnb and drove to the city and surrounding areas. Saw Snoqualmie Falls, which was beautiful. Snoqualmie Falls. Yeah. I've been there. It's pretty. We mm-hmm. ate, the, ate the lodge there. It was nice. Mm-hmm. Hi, highly recommend it to anybody who likes coldish Twin weather peaks. without snow. It's great. It's like, basically, it's like San Francisco, but way less dirty and about the same coldness. And it's super not populated, right? Oh, yeah. No, there's nobody there. It's a tiny like, t- city. It's like Seattle? No. Yeah, it's so tiny. Are you talking about Seattle or are you talking about Snoqualmie Falls? I was talking about Snoqualmie. Oh, yeah, no, Snoqualmie, also great. Uh, also, way less people. I thought you were being sarcastic. Yeah, no, way no. less people. No, yeah. I, I thought you were still talking about Seattle Snoqualmie. Seattle is a less dirty San Francisco. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's great. I forgot it's... to send you a bunch of recommendations for food and stuff. So. That's okay. We, we, I think, ate out every meal and we still didn't even hit, like, half of our list. Mm-hmm. So... What was that taco place that we went to? Bimbo's Cantina. Bimbo's. In Capitol right. Hill. Oh, I knew it started with a B. The best tacos I've ever had in my life. I'll be there for um, a summer before you so send me that list because I will definitely I will. get to the food places. You'll have much more time. Yes. Significantly Did you guys go to Pike Place Market? We did. Uh, it's pretty cool for like two or three hours. And then it's like, all right, well, that's, that's cool. Let's go yeah. to something else. It's not uh, like a whole day thing. Oh, no, no. But we walked but, around the city. The city's really nice. Mm-hmm. There is a cheese shop in Beecher's Market. Cheese. Beecher's. Fantastic cheese. Hey, we had, Did you uh, have the mac and cheese? We had the regular mac and cheese. We really want to try the uh, spicy like uh, mariachi cheese. But they're out of that one. I've only had the regular one. It's delicious. It is very good. They, uh, they had a bunch of samples and stuff. We had that like at 9 o'clock in the morning. It felt really weird, but it tasted Perfect. very good. Did you get Piroshki Piroshki? We almost got Piroshki Piroshki, but the line was so long. Um, and then we yeah. ended up going back and getting just uh, like a, a, a pastry or something. The line moves pretty fast. It does. You know what line doesn't move really fast? It's the Starbucks Pike's Place. That place's oh, yeah, line is so long and so ridiculous. But to be expected. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, all kinds of fun stuff. Went to the uh, Amazon Go store. That was pretty cool. But was that where you can just buy things yep. like that second? Mm-hmm. You walk in, you scan your phone, the app, and you just take stuff, put in your bag, and you leave. It charges you. So that's like your dream store. 
<laughs> no, because the the selection it, it always looked really big online, but the the selection was significantly smaller than I thought it would. I think it's like a a high end convenience store. They make all the food like to to go food, but then all like the snacks and everything else and stuff you can find like at Whole Foods are are on their site for uh, Amazon Prime now. So it's cool, but you do it once and it's like all right, well that was cool. We're about to find out if Boss Baby is about to win an Oscar. Oh, if Boss Baby is going to be the feature animated feature of the year. Also, Rob, it is your turn. Is my turn? It is my turn. I like the symmetric. Symmetri- hey, it's and Coco. the Oscar goes to Coco. Congrats, Eddie. Hey, Eddie. This this one's for you. Mm-hmm. Ed Coco, the Eddie Felix story. <laughs> Good. I'm glad. I'm glad Boss Baby didn't win because that's ridiculous. Yeah, there's. I hoped. I had like a ninety percent. I was sure ninety percent that it wasn't going to win, but still at ten percent, I was like, "Please, please, <laughs> society, See, don't let this be a thing." Unpopular so, opinion. I was just dreaming of the memes that would come from Boss Baby winning. Right. The memes. <laughs> oh my gosh! All right. Uh, anything else about Seattle you wanted to talk about, um, Robert? Are you excited to live there for a few months? I am very excited. I like the city a lot. Uh, it, it is stupid expensive, even in the surrounding cities. Uh, for like the, the Airbnb we stayed at, the house is like 1,100 square feet. Easily went for 500 grand when the person that owns it now bought it. Um, and all the surrounding houses are about the same and if not more expensive for the same square footage. Uh, other than that, I'm glad that the housing is paid for for the internship. So I get to live there basically free and experience life as it is uh, like in debt <laughs> yeah no, and i'm not uh i'm not working just to pay my rent kind of thing so that's pretty cool is it like and, a dorm room or do they give you an apartment no no it's like a, as far as i'm understanding it's it's a straight up like apartment um like they rent out i think like two floors to, for the interns and huh. it's like it's like sh- a communal food space and then you all have your own dorm rooms or hotel or uh, sorry apartment rooms that's, that's cool. cool yeah it's cool it'd be cool stuff but enough about me what do you guys want up to what have I done? Work. <laughs> I made cookies this week. Ooh. Made your parents over. Yeah, my parents came over for dinner, and the food I made for them was so good that they're giving me a Vitamix. <laughs> a Vitamix. That's yeah. That's well, good. they ha- they bought a new one, and they're like, we were gonna give the old one to your sister because she has a baby and she likes making homemade baby food. And I was like, that's bullshit. But I get it. Whatever. Fuck my niece. <laughs> Fuck her! I want a Vitamix. I was real. I want to make smoothies. I was real bratty <laughs> about it, great. but like in a fun way. Uh-huh. And then I made my dad pulled pork, and my mom my mac and cheese that she loves. My dad's eating my food, and he's just like, "All right, you get the Vitamix. <laughs> you win, son, daughter." <laughs> so that was That's fun. Good. And then we watched Jordan Peterson videos <laughs> with your parents. Yeah, yeah my dad <laughs> loves him. He's you, like, forced I forced him to, him to watch a video. <laughs> love, love this Clockwork man. Orange Jordan Peterson into his life, basically. <laughs> there were worse good. things that I could have done. Right. Have you so, seen a Clockwork Orange? Uh, no, no. What, what is the worst thing you could have done? Please tell me. Anyways, no, anyway. <laughs> we watched uh, two episodes of Altered Carbon, kind of under your recommendation, Rob. And? I still need to see more to get an opinion of it. Yeah. It's frustrating because they're hour-long episodes, and legitimately they're hour-long. Like, they're mm-hmm. 55, 56 minutes each. Yeah. And I feel like I know so little of the story after two hours of this television show. It's 
yeah, it's it's one of those shows that like you have to pay attention to because there's like little threads that slowly build, and there is more action as you get further into the show, and it gets more interesting. But if you you, you if you miss some stuff, it kind of throws the whole narrative of the story kind of off, and it makes it more challenging to watch further. But it's I think if you can deal with that, it's a really fun show. When does it start picking up? Would you say? I would say like three episode three or four. It starts getting pretty like okay deep it becomes more like, like a, detect- a detective show right like things start finally happening it's not just build up build up build up yeah at, at least in my opinion um other reviewers have said otherwise but i think that's for me that's how it was because for me the payoff isn't always like action sequences it's always it's sometimes just the revelation of an individual character being like oh that thing right. happened right so yeah i like so far the standout character to me is the poe yeah the oh, yeah. AI hotel guy. Mm-hmm. He's probably my favorite character. And the main character, he's just edgy, anti-hero. Like, I don't care. I don't need to do this. I'm just doing it because I I want to. Yeah. I think yeah. I was reading the discussion thread for the second episode. And that's the one where he goes to the, like, whorehouse and pretends to be the mother of... That the... was cool. Yeah. That was an interesting, like, character thing. Like, I didn't expect him to do that. Yeah, he went to the whorehouse to be pretended to be the mother of the dead girl or, or almost dead girl, and the, there was a comment in the discussion thread that was like, "Man, he really rolled a nat twenty on that persuasion." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that 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 threw, threw Madeline off because she didn't quite get what was happening until like afterwards when we, I kind of went over what what he was doing. Um, but that's where it gets interesting because you can definitely play those games where it's not like always anticipated that that can happen, right. and then it does. Yeah, and you're like, oh shit. I'm really interested in this world, yes. even though I don't know the story completely yet. Like, I feel like they're still doing some exposition. I still like this world that they're not, like, they're not easing you into it. They threw you into it, and they're slowly catching you up. Yeah. And it's really cool. I right? really like all the rules and just natural things that are just a part of the world. Mm-hmm. And you're just assumed to already know this while you're watching it. And it's mm-hmm. cool seeing a newer take on sci-fi. Like, I'm sure bits and pieces of this have been done before, but I've never <laughs> seen it all combined in this one kind of environment. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, it's, it's fun. I'm, I'm interested. It? Oh, yeah, I finished it uh, two weeks ago. I'm interested oh, to see geez. what they're going to do season two. Is there a season two confirmed? From my understanding, it's like all but confirmed. Um, I will double check right now. Um, let's see news if you don't know that's fine I can find a link while I'm editing this and I can put it in the link dump alright so n- nothing is, is everything's up in the air it looks like so like Joel okay. Kinnaman has not confirmed he's going to return as Takeshi okay so maybe it may be a different story like kind of an anthology thing Um. so I'd like to finish the season but we'll see because it does kind of take a while to get through the episodes Yeah. oh yeah we did like I think two a night when we both didn't work the next day, um, and then That's like so one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a lot. Of, it's a lot to watch because it's a lot of exposition. Yeah. Uh, so aside from that, we saw a movie. Yeah. Annihilation. Did you forget? That was two days ago. I just didn't know we were going to talk about it. Yeah, I wanted to, like, not spoil it. Obviously, mm-hmm. just our general. Have thoughts. you heard of this movie, Rob? Annihilation. Have you heard oh, you, of this movie? Oh, yeah, you cut out. I didn't hear you say, have you heard of it? And then you dropped. Um, um, yeah, we actually were going to see it uh, the day before we left to go to uh, Southern California. 
Um, and then we ended up not seeing it because Madeline was like really tired still. Um, it looks interesting. Um, and it apparently has done very well in the box office. But I have not, unfortunately, seen it yet. Last I checked, like opening weekend, it only did like 20 million. Mm-hmm. I've seen it doing well with like reviews, but. Yes. I feel like it's not going to do great box office. Like if it hit over 100 million, I'd be very surprised. Yeah, it looks like it's it's doing terrible. And <laughs> what a roller coaster! And Black Panther is still doing amazing. So, yeah, but yeah, it does. Annihilation, it's good. I don't want to say much. I thought it was fucking great. Brittany didn't like it as much. I'm like back and forth. Like after you see it, Rob, I can tell you more. But I unfortunately read about it way back, and so I get the gist of it. The uh-huh. I think, I think the closure is the hard part, like the ending of the movie. See, I'm fine with these endings that are like up in the air and left for you to figure out what's really going on. But there are just some like technical aspects of the movie that just really like took me out of it. Got it. So like overall, like the story is interesting. I'd be interested to read the book, but I hear the book is super different. Yeah, the book. Apparently the book has almost nothing to do with what happens in the movie. But I thought it was visually very pretty, very vibrant, and some of the creatures that are on screen, it's kind of terrifying, (laughs) and I went in not really knowing much about it, but you said it was kind of like a horror. I would call it like sci-fi horror. Yeah. There was definitely some moments of, long moments of suspense and like fear of what's going to happen. And there are some really cool sequences I didn't want that, like, the you know, the big scene at the end. Yes. I didn't want that to end. Yeah. Like, I was so uncomfortable, but in a good way. Yeah. I was just like, this could be the whole movie to me. Yeah, like, the climax of the movie, there's no dialogue, and there's just this one song playing, like, score. It's, like, 12 minutes long. It's, like, a 12-minute long song, and it just gets louder, and it builds, and it builds, and, like, it was just deafening in the movie theater. Mm-hmm. It was fucking great. Is I would it, watch an hour of that. Yeah. Is it really a, a a song that gets louder, or is it one of those songs that's uh, designed to sound like it's getting louder and it stays the same volume? It was getting loud in the movie theater. Like, oh, it was, okay. It was, mm-hmm. like, trembling. It was, like, theater. Dunkirk loud. Yeah. Oh, okay. And just yeah. as the song went on, like, it grew in intensity and just got, like, mm-hmm. more and more complex. And it was very fitting for what was happening in the movie. It just felt like that whole scene was fucking great. Yeah. I love that scene. Yeah. That was one of the parts I liked, but it was stuff around it that I was like, ugh. Ugh. Yeah. I want you to see it, Rob, so we can have like a spoiler talk about it. Or at least that scene, especially, because fuck. Mm -hmm. Okay. I I will try to see it this week. I think we both have like that Wednesday off together, so we'll see it, and maybe next weekend we'll deep dive it. Okay. Do you want to give your score, Britt? I'm okay with giving your score. What's up? What happened? Oh, just Dunkirk is still leading the way with two wins on the Oscars. We have the live Oscars thread open because it's happening right now. Yeah. I'm sure towards the end we'll talk about who's won so far. Yeah. Um, Yeah, I'm okay with giving out our scores because I think we have different scores. I want to wait because I still need to, like, think about it. Okay. Because I'm still, like, trying to digest it. (laughs) There are emotions and things. Not emotions, just confusion. I can get my score. I'm fine with that. Okay, go ahead. Uh, I say it's a 9 out of 10. For me, I really fucking like it. 
I know I'm not going to get to a nine. No. That is not. I'm not going to get anywhere close to a nine. <laughs> I just think okay. it's a good sci-fi story and it's original and I like sci-fi. What? Yeah. What? It's an original based on a book, I believe. Yeah, but the yeah. book is original. Well, yeah. It's an original. I'll get I... more into my opinion on it when we spoiler it and yeah, that's fine. Deep into it, but... I'll link uh, YMS and the critical review as well, and they talk YMS. about it. Your, Your movie, movie sucks. sucks. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's like... those will be in the linked up so you can see their takes on it, and they kind of go into spoilers, but they give fair warning. Got it. Got it. So we saw that. That was good. Uh, did we do anything else this week? We, see, uh, we got some food. I spent uh, a lot of money on records. Yeah. We went to a new breakfast place by your old work. Truffles and bacon. Mm-hmm. Truffles and bacon. It's right there on the streets that your store is on, Rob. Oh, yes, those streets. I know yeah. those It's right by the movie theater. It's in the movie theater parking lot, if you know where that is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was pretty good. It was. It seemed like it was a family-run business. Like the mom and dad owned it, and like their daughter. No, I looked into it. You looked into it. Yeah, they don't own it or anything. They just worked there. Okay. But they look like they're all related. You, you made so. it seem like they were. That's what it seemed like. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> editing that out. <laughs> it, there's two women that run that location. Yeah. They started it. Yeah, they're just friends. Okay. Yeah. Just friends. Nothing more. Yeah. They. Have... It has a really cool like local diner feel to it which yeah. is rare to come by in this city so it's small like it's way smaller than it works but it was not nearly as busy and i felt like the food was just as good mm-hmm. they deliver yeah. i recommend it the hash okay. browns are pretty fucking great probably my favorite part of the breakfast mm-hmm. they don't like you know like on a cheese grater there's like the bigger size of the grating mm-hmm it's like they did that to potatoes instead uh, of, like, shredding them. Got it. It was really good. They're not as stringy, I guess. Yeah. They're, like, hardier pieces. Yeah. Their drinks pretty look bomb. pretty good, too. Like, herb lemonade, citrus iced tea. Brittany almost got it, but then she just didn't. <laughs> and it wasn't refillable. So if it was really good... You weren't going to get more than one. You don't know that. If it was really good, I couldn't get more than one. <laughs> you don't know it. me. Step off yeah. my tea. Yeah. Anyway... <laughs> So that was our right, week. Well. We talked about that for too long. All right, we'll we'll check it out. Hollow Knight is a game. How much have you played? I have played. Let's check Steam. I know it's not very long. I think it's like an hour. Okay. It's it's fun. I like it. I just want to uh, know how long you played first. You've played way longer than I have. That's oh oh yeah, I know I have. <laughs> ha- I've played half an hour, Cody. Half an hour. Yeah, you got like what, like six seven hours. <laughs> More than that? Oh my god! So the only thing, <laughs> the only thing I don't like, and it's not even that I don't like it. It's just it's throwing me off. Is that there's not a lot of like direction early on. It's just kind of like you I'm, go here. Yes, I'm glad you had that issue. Are you having trouble finding where you are on the map and stuff like that? I have not. I think I just got part of a map or something, and yes. I'm still in that with the well, like just farting yes. around looking for stuff. Not much longer after that, you should get enough coins to get uh, a charm, basically, where you can see your location on the map. Once you get that, it gets so much better. Because I had the same issue the first half an hour, 45 minutes. I was like, fuck, this is so confusing. There's no way I'm going to know where everything is. And then I got the compass, and boom, 
instantly the game was so much better for me. What just won, Britt? Dunkirk. Three wins. Dunkirk has three wins so far. Go Dunkirk, doing the stuff. I'm excited. Anyway, continue. You sound excited. But yeah, it's like a... It's very similar to Owlboy, much harder. It's much darker. Not just the color palette, even though, yes, that is a lot darker. It's just a very kind of grim, almost Lovecraftian-esque environment. Like It reminds there's... me of um, The Nightmare Before Christmas. Yes. I would say that, but add in more horror. Mm-hmm. There's one area, I believe it's called Deep Nest, and it's just... Because the whole world is... They're bugs. They're all bug creatures. Yeah. And the deep nest is like the fucking creepy bugs. Like there's spiders and there's weird kind of worm type things that reanimate after they die and they get weird spider legs and they move in kind of creepy kind of disjointed fashion and they chase you. And it's just there's so many areas where it's dark and you can barely see in front of you and you just have to kind of jump into darkness and hope that you're going to land on a safe spot and not be ambushed. <laughs> no. It's just the atmosphere and the environment. Every single map has its own kind of feel to it and different sounds and different ambience. And I think it's fucking great. I believe this game is a Kickstarter game too. Like it was a crowdfunding game that came out and just it came out last February. So it's relatively new. Probably one of the newer games that I've played. Surprisingly, I really wanted it to be out on the uh, Switch. I think it'd be it'd be really fun to play on the Switch. Is I know it it's out coming. on the Switch. No, it may have come out after I bought it, but I know that um, it's out on the Wii U, but not on the Switch yet. Um, I thought that would be really fun to play it on compared to the PC. Yeah, it's coming out this year. Yeah, it's like it's like end of March. Yeah. But no, it's, it's, it's a really fun game. I like the art style. I like the gameplay mechanics. Um, I like the, the the health situation, like how you have yeah. to manage kind of like having a reserve to power yourself back up. And if you don't, you're like, well, GG. And that it's not instant. You actually have to it's be calculated. Okay, now I need to do this thing to revive or have more health. And that thing has become such a strategy towards later bosses because some bosses have so much AOE going on that you don't really have a good time to heal. Mm-hmm. But you get certain charms that help speed it up or protect you while you're healing and things like that. And it's all sort of like a juggle. Like, okay, well, if I get rid of this charm, I won't attack as hard, but I can heal a lot quicker. And so it's just kind of like, do I want to heal and survive or do I want to hit harder and just get the fight over quicker? It's There's a lot going on in this game, a lot more than I expected. And it's more traditional rpg in that sense as opposed to owl boy which is just kind of like an indie adventure game i would say yeah oh yeah yeah that definitely very different uh, i think play style and, and kind of the way it uh, the way it looks is obvious but yeah different different game but still fucking great yeah it's good i, I think I'd, I'd if i play the two i think i'd like this one more than owl boy because i think this one uh it, it feels like it it draws you in a bit more than Owlboy does. Yeah, and it has uh, more lore, more story. There's obviously mm-hmm. more gameplay to it. And the community around Hollow Knight is just crazy. Just people, It's very similar to Dark Souls in the sense. like There is a story and there is like lore you can follow, but it's kind of background and it's not until you go online and like see people discussing it where you really get the full picture of what's going on in this game and what happened to this world. 
I like it. I got the soundtrack on vinyl. It's coming out soon. <laughs> of course. Of course you do. What? It does is have a good it, sound. It, it does soundtrack. No, no, it's good. No. <laughs> and every zone and I would say most bosses have their own soundtrack or own like song and kind of feel to it. Like there's this one area called the Crystal Peaks and that soundtrack <clears throat> feels a little lighter and more like fantasy-esque and it's probably my favorite because it's not as like dreading and gloomy as the rest of the game is i'll have to get there because i'm still like <laughs> that's a while into it that's another <laughs> yeah. kind of shitty thing about it is there's so many different ways to go and there's no right or wrong answer in how to get there sometimes you can't because you don't have certain abilities but other than that it's just kind of like go just find it find the places i I'd figured that out when i was trying to like get to different locations and like um find out how to get back to a certain spot and then i realized like oh this is not the way i went last time this is different yeah but eventually you do get like a good idea of how to get to places quicker and like shortcuts and things you can take in the maps yeah oh yeah yeah well i think having the compass helps too though oh yeah and it sucks because it's also a charm which is like the skills or whatever you put and it has a limited amount and so sometimes you're like well i need to have these charms to make this boss fight easier which means i have to take the compass off and it just kind of sucks when you have a long way to go between checkpoints in the boss room mm. but it's part of the game what were other topics the warped tour no. the warped tour warped tour and... have you ever been to warped tour i have not been to a movie th- or a movie th- <laughs> a Movie. Well, first of all, I've been to movie things recently, um, but I have not been to a music thing in quite a number of years. Like any sort of concert or festival or anything? The last music thing I went to, I believe, was System of a Down. When? Like f- five years ago. Okay. So it's not in it's Vegas, been, right? No, it was in Mountain View at uh, that one, best one uh, location I have... Uh, the amphitheater sleep chain amphitheater i don't remember what it's called i don't fucking know we're not from there i'm not either just i know it's there there's things so that's how out of touch you are i am so out of touch i've wrapped back around i'm i'm in i'm cool i'm hip i don't think that i don't think that's true listen here don't 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 challenge my credentials on the radio okay brings my cool Uh, cool factor down uh, so the work for is meh (laughs) Yeah, that's a bit for my my uh, interpretation of the lineup. Yes, it did seem good until Brittany and I found out that some of the bands or only most of the bands I would say are not playing the full tour. They're just playing select cities, and a lot of the time, not even their hometown. It's just random dates just kind of thrown into the mix. And I was considering going to Salt Lake for I don't know if Brittany you were still on the fence about it. I'm only on. I was only on the fence because I don't listen to most of that music. Right. And I was like, oh, Taking Back Sunday, or oh, The Used. Like that's my childhood. Right. And then. Then they're like, oh, oh. they're playing like one city. Yeah. Each. Yeah, and like. Like I don't mid care. to late July, not even close to where the tour is going to be where we are. Same thing with uh, Under Oath. They're playing two days just in the middle of July. I know. There was a lot of bands that I wanted to see that you wouldn't like, Britney, and they're what? just like, 
oh yeah, we're gonna play a week in the middle of Warp Tour and then that's it. Mm-hmm. It was just confusing. Like, why why are you having so little full time touring bands for Warp Tour? Which is weird to me. Because mm-hmm. it's because... like a stupid concept now. Yeah. Well, because it, it, I think part of the problem too is that you can see music in such different ways. You don't need to be in concert and. I think there's a whole issue of like the the scalping of uh, concerts. Like it doesn't, it makes it so much harder to get to concerts now because of the cost of trying to even buy a ticket. And they first said that this is the final warp tour ever, and then slowly started to stop saying that, and now they're saying the final full country summer warp tour. So everyone's yeah. like, oh, so you're just gonna start doing festivals now. Mm-hmm. You're just going to do a weekend with all these super huge bands and it's going to cost a couple hundred dollars. Which is smarter for the people involved. It's smarter honestly. for the bands and Warped Shitty Tour. for the fans. Right. Because Warped Tour is always kind of the summer tour that was cheap enough to where every high school kid could go to and see 20 bands. Mm-hmm. And it was great for the bands, the smaller bands to get all the exposure and the teenagers because that's really how you get into the music scene and how you kind of figure out what music you like and meet people sounds like you're speaking from experience <laughs> uh i mean eddie and i we went to a couple of tours and like we really bonded over it because it fucking sucks going to warp tour in vegas because it's so goddamn hot mm-hmm. it's always in a parking lot <laughs> yeah because we only have casinos mm-hmm. that's what i think that's why they finally changed uh the dates for um, what's the other big thing that's here? EDC. They moved the dates up. Yeah, to, like to May. Yeah, so it's a bit cooler. People aren't dying of heat stroke and right. alcohol poisoning. And they're allowing camping as well, so people aren't just like sitting in their cars all day. Yeah. Make it. They should make it more like a Coachella type event versus a summertime rave. Yeah, I'm kind of sad to see Warp Tour, quote unquote, disappear. Just because, like I said, I have been to a couple of them, and they are pretty fond memories. Because high school and nothing to do in the summer, but spend a full day in the sun on blacktop, I guess. See, I would spend a full day in my room when I was in high school in the summer. (laughs) Right. Because I hated everything. Yeah. But this way you could hate everything with people around you. No, I would hate it more. I hate people. (laughs) I hate everything. And everyone. Yes, thank you. Summary of me. I can end now. Mm-hmm. That's okay. Yeah. I want to talk to Eddie and get his hot take about Warped Tour because I know he he seemed pretty excited about the lineup and some of the bands. And then when I looked, I was like, oh shit, they're not even going to be in Vegas. Yeah, because he was going to go to the Vegas day, right? Yeah. Because yeah. it makes sense to go to the Vegas day because it's fucking here. Yeah. If you can get a Friday off. Mm hmm. But I saw, like, I think Issues, I know Beartooth, and one other band he really wanted to see just isn't playing in Vegas. So I'm sure he's just going to be like, well, do I want to spend the $50 to go and see this? I hope he says no. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Warped Tour is still... Fun? Isn't that... It's, it's an experience. Is that where he saw Guar last year? At Warped Tour? Guar? I don't know if it was last year. He saw Guar somewhere recently. Uh... It was the Rock in Rio? No, that was like four years ago. I don't know. Okay. He, anyway. He saw, he, it might have been Warped Tour. Oh, he went to California with uh, Rashlio, I believe. 
No, it was here. Anyway. It was here. Anyway, ask him. <laughs> I think it was here, because I think we talked about uh, last year during the podcast, and it was, yeah. it was, it was local. It was Guar, and they like, threw blood it. on him. Yeah, I just thought he also went to a California date. I don't know. Yeah. Things happened. Yeah. Well, Guar, a Guar concert in itself is like its own kind of experience. That's yeah. That is not a typical Warp Tour. That is a very unique kind of thing. Mm-hmm. I think the last music festival I went to was uh, Outside Lands in 2009. And that that was a cool festival. Who but played? All kinds of people. There's like it's three days of bands. I know what Outside Lands is. I just want oh. to know who played that oh. year. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> Fuck. My bad. Oh, I was like, are you explaining the concept of a festival to her? No, no, no. I just it, I don't remember who it was. Uh, it wasn't that one. It is it 2009? Was, I think it was. It was 2011. 2011. So, Muse, Fish, Arcade Fire. Fish had two sets. Black Keys, Dead Mouse, Shins, MGMT, Girl Talk, you know, and then I'm looking at the Erica Badu. Did you see Erica Badu? I did not see Erica. Oh, she's beautiful. What year is that? 2011. Uh, 11. What city is that in? San Francisco. Tyler went two or three years ago. Mm -hmm. Three years ago, I think. I think 11, 15, and 17 had the the most solid lineup aside from like one of the like first two years. Mm Mm-hmm. Tenacious D was in 09. That would have been a fun one to go to. Because Modest Mouse was there. And How expensive are those tickets? A couple hundred? They, oh, yeah. They're, they've gotten... Mm-hmm. They Actually, I, if I recall correctly, they're, they're about the same price overall. I think the early the, the early bird or early beaver uh, ticket cost is like 300 bucks. Um, and then you can go up to like 1000 bucks for VIP stuff. Yeah. Tyler went 2015. Who did... Like, who were the big... Uh, Elton John, Mumford and Sons, The Black Keys, Sam Smith, Kendrick Lamar, Wilco, Tame Impala, D'Angelo, he loves D'Angelo, St. Vincent, Hot Chip, Billy Hot Idol, G-Eazy, Toro y Moi, Mac DeMarco, I'm pretty sure Givers played this year too. Yeah, oh, Givers sold. played. Man, it sold out already for this year. So oh, that's uh, crazy. general general for each day is one fifty or VIP is three forty five and then three day is three seventy five. So it's it's not terrible. You if you do the VIP you get a really cool setup. Twenty sixteen um, L C D sound system played, I believe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I really wanted to go. Music festivals. Some are good, some are shit. Attack I've only been to one. Which I one? Went to Beach Goth. Beach. You never went to extreme thing? No, that wasn't my thing. <laughs> Beach Goth is in Southern California, Santa Ana, hosted by the Growlers every year. Yeah. I went in 2016, 2015. It was right before we started dating. Uh, Grimes and Mac DeMarco. And who else played? Fuck. Julian Casablanca's Fiddler. It was a great lineup. I got really sick the second day, though, and we had to leave early. Sick, quote-unquote. I did not have enough water, and it was like an outdoor festival, basically. But it was in October. I don't know. All I know is that's where I saw Riff Raff and Juicy J for the first time in my life, and it was fabulous. Oh, the smoke everywhere. Mm -hmm. 
Oh, and the Aquabats performed. That was fun. Did Chris want to see them? Yeah. Chris and I had so much fun during the Aquabats show. They covered the Pixies. Oh, that's cool. That's yeah. Weird. There's a video of it on YouTube. I'll send it to you so you can put in the link dump. It's a really cool cover. They're it's really fun. Really Where is my mind? Their popular yeah. song. The, the Aquabats put on a really good show. They're always like in costume and... Oh, so funny. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Grimes was adorable. Of course. Looks like Beach Goth is actually dead. Yeah, they stopped doing it. They, it wasn't like a sued. super popular. F- Wait, really? Yeah, what? That's where I didn't hear the that. observatory uh, that owns wherever they did it at is suing it. What? Why? Yeah, I don't know. It's uh, let's see, false designation of origin, trademark infringement, common law, trademark. Okay, just okay, trademark stuff. It was a kind of shitty festival. They had not enough space for the amount of people they were attracting. And it was pretty awful. How many years did it run? Uh, I think sure. we went to Beachcroft 4. So probably five or six years. Right. Because it's happened since then. Yeah, that was the only music festival I've ever been to. Britt, do you want to go over the categories and the winners? I don't think we need to go over all of them. I Just... mean, there's not that many that have been announced. There's been a lot just of the lower categories that many people care about. Uh, I'll like summarize some things. Uh, the biggest categories that have been announced so far as of recording were Best Supporting Actor and Best Supporting Actress. Um, I'm very happy with the winners. Sam Rockwell won for Three Billboards for Best Supporting Actor. And Allison Janney won for I, Tonya. Hella. And she was amazing in that movie. So They both deserve those wins. Oh, yeah. I just think it's cool that it's the two movies we saw, so we can actually weigh in, but yes. their performances are fucking great. Mm-hmm. I know mm-hmm. you were very excited for Sam Rockwell, Rob. Oh, yes, I like that boy. He's a good actor. You like that boy? Is he a good boy? He's a good boy. He's a, good, he's a real good boy. He does the acting thing really good. Yeah. I think it's wholesome that his dad is, like, a big fan of his. Mm-hmm. Like, his dad posts online about him all the time, apparently. Yeah, he posts reviews, and he, he doesn't he write reviews? He comments on reviews. I thought his whole thing is, like, when someone writes a review about a movie he was in. And oh, yeah, mentioned. he'll email them. Yeah, he'll email them, like, hey, I, I think, thanks for... Thanks for saying the nice things about yeah. my son. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's real cute. It's the most wholesome relationship. Mm-hmm. And so far, Dunkirk has won three of the lower awards, which I think it absolutely deserves. All about the editing. And Film sound. editing, sound mixing, and sound editing, which right. if you saw Dunkirk in theaters, like, well-deserved wins. Right. That was like a emotional experience listening to that movie. Oh, damn. Sound Did you see Dunkirk? I have not seen Dunkirk yet. It's a very intense movie the whole way through mm-hmm. especially after like an hour or so there's just so much built up and mm-hmm. just all happening at the same time just it gets to you yeah it's pretty crazy yeah uh i didn't see it because it seems super stressful yeah yeah <laughs> in a good way i guess it's a war story yeah yeah no i yeah yeah you know what dunkirk is it's where those people die and think bad things happen every war movie great. yeah <laughs> things happen and then sadness. Yeah, I'll eventually see it. Best visual effects was Blade Runner. That is... Yeah. 
I'm glad Blade Runner got a win because I know people are clamoring for it to win something, and it's cool to see a sci-fi movie that isn't Star Wars take a victory. So, I'm all for it. I still want to see it. We need to see it. We need to see Blade Runner, and we need to see Baby Driver. Yeah. <laughs> we need to see a lot of these movies, honestly. I you still want to see The Post. Didn't you see Blade Runner, Rob? Yeah. And it was good. Good? It was good. Yeah. Good. Do you think it'll be good. movie of the year? Like, would you place it as movie of the year? No, he said Logan. That was last year. Yeah. Oh, well, I guess technically that came out last year as well. Um, <laughs> I was like, what the fuck do you mean? Yeah, it was last year. It was last yes. year, along with the other movie I voted for movie of the yeah. year last year. You um, voted for Logan on the Chess Talk Awards. Are I you did, rescinding I, Yeah, because I, had, I hadn't seen it. Seen it. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know. It's Are you good. disgracing the Chess Talk Awards? I am. It's a sham. People, it's, away. people. It's all a sham. There's, a, there's. It's all calculated for you. But my awards, they're here. <laughs> uh, no, it's it's good. I, I just don't think it's perfect or something. I don't know. It's not quite there. Okay. And only because I think it's it's a very. I'm, I'm surrendering. This is over. Hey, I'm done with this, I'm done with this game. I'm done with this hey. game. Um, no, it's good. It's just it's not quite as interesting as Logan. I and just feel like Logan has more emotional ties to it because Hugh Jackman's been playing that role for so long and Wolverine's kind of in the forefront of superhero movie characters, I would say. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. Him, he and, uh, what's the other guy? What's the ball guy's name? Uh, uh, John Luke Picard. They, they've played those characters really <laughs> well. So. Professor X? <laughs> yeah, no, no. He's John, John Luke, Luke Picard. Picard. <laughs> Obviously, this is not negotiable. Um, no, they just they play those characters for so long. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> You didn't know Logan was in Star Trek. Yeah, it's a crossover episode. <laughs> it's the best timeline. No, it's just they become the characters so much that it's it, when they die off like that, it's it it has more. The gravity. character dies like the character is dead. They yeah. are the character. Exactly. Uh, well, I mean, now that we're on superheroes, I guess. Do you want to weigh in on Black Panther? Yes, I'm sure. I'm I sure would. you didn't listen to last week's episode. I didn't. Cause I was busy suck. doing doing stuff. Uh, it's great. I enjoyed the heck out of it. I thought it was fun. Uh, the story did drag on a bit. Uh, I think they could have condensed a few scenes to make it a little more concise and story-driven. Some of them. I don't think all of them could have been, should have been condensed. I think a lot of the interaction with him and his sister, I think, felt superfluous. Um, but they were still interesting, kind of, because he really? hasn't had an opportunity. Because they haven't had an opportunity to dr- dr- like really draw out his character. And I feel like good. her, Shiri... She was like the most charismatic character of the movie. She was the best character. Every scene she was in, I was like, yeah. I want more of her. Like, she's kind of sassy in a way that you can only be when you are the princess of the world's most technical, technologically advanced country in the world, and no one knows it. Don't get me wrong. I did not like the character. But I'm saying in terms of, like, the whole MCU, I think her character in this context was superfluous because... He hasn't had his own standalone film, and they have to basically make him mean something after being in one film. So we talked about this last week, but it was kind of like a fan theory, maybe more than anything, just that you guys predict, you and Tyler think that Iron Man will die in Infinity Wars, and that she will become like the new Tony Stark of the Avengers. She is going to be the technology expert for the Avengers. Like, I don't know if it's confirmed, but I feel like they're setting it up so perfectly to have that happen. They have... What? No, just, I think that's, like, 
that if that's what's going to happen, that could explain why all these scenes between them were in the movie, not yeah. just to take up space or be comic relief. Like, this exists for a reason. Yeah, like, hey, there's also a person that's really into tech and is also kind of sassy and is, like, very innovative and they can take over for whoever happens to die in the next movie. Yeah, I see that. I can see that. I don't like it, but I can see it. But yeah, I was saying in, in terms of like this movie as a wholesale as itself, it's, I think that was the character they could have shaved down a bit more. Um, the only thing I didn't really like, other than the, the kind of the, the length of some of the scenes, is the CGI felt really fake. Yeah. Com- compared to the other other MCU movies, I think they they definitely went budget on this one. Um, most notably, the the scene when he formally accepts the uh, title of king when he fights off the other tribes. <laughs> All those characters that were uh, lining the, like the waterfall edges. Yeah, that looked that real felt bad to me. Super bad. And then even yeah. the fight uh, later on in the film with the basically the guy who ter- who aligned himself with Klaus, not Klaus, uh, Killmonger. Klaus, <laughs> Claw, Claw, Klaus. I thought his name was Klaus. Hold on, hold on. Is There's it Claw, Claw is this... and Killmonger. Klaus, am I, am I wrong? I thought it was Klaus. Uh, anyways, it was Claw. No, Claw. it's Klaus. It's, Cla- it's Klaus now. Who is Klaus? It's, Cla- it's Klaus. Are you thinking of Andy Serkis? Yeah, um, he thought his it, name no, was it's Klaus. Klaus. It's Klaus. Okay. Okay. Anyways, so see <laughs> the scene with uh, them fighting all the other Black Panther and his allies. That also felt really silly. It felt overly done. In the oh, CGI in the bad. club. No, no, no. In the ri- with that, the that rhinos. Yeah, the rhinos. That just felt oh, really Oh, yeah, the rhinos. Yeah, they looked pretty shitty. But. Yeah. So, to me, it was disappointing because, like, all the other movies have done, done it so, executed it so well. This felt really rushed. Um, but the, the club fight scene was good. The under the, uh, the, uh, the adamantium fight. Not the adamantium. Uh, vibranium. vibranium. The, uh, mountain fight. That was good. So, he did a pretty good job. And then the ending with uh, Killmonger, I thought, was done very well. It kind of stayed true to his character. He didn't try to, you know, absolve himself or anything else. He's like, no, take no prisoners. I'm not going to be in shackles kind of thing. Yeah. And then they also, the, the social commentary that they did with Killmonger, I think was really on point. They didn't, they didn't really overdo it. Um, it, it, it fit really well with the character. They didn't try to, you know, get too political one way or the other. So what would you rate Black Panther? I think like a solid eight out of 10. I think my biggest issues are just uh, pacing and, and, uh, you, CGI. Okay. I think that's what Tyler gave it. I'm pretty sure that's what Tyler gave it. Yeah. So, yeah. Man, good. I'm still, good. still mad good about too. it. Yeah. That's okay. We all have feels. I don't. Uh, so that's we're probably going to wrap up the episode now. <clears throat> Do you want to give your predictions with seeing how the Oscars have gone so far? Do you think there'll be some upsets? I said it earlier before. I think Ladybird will get snubbed. Uh, I think they will definitely go over the runtime, seeing as <laughs> it is seven thirty and they haven't announced any of the big awards. I'm still holding out hope that Get Out gets one win. I don't think it will. Holding out hope. It'd be really cool if it did, but Allison Janey getting the supporting actress. I'm like, all right, they're not just doing the Oscar bait movies, please. I think Shape of Water will win the big ones. We'll see. We'll see. I think Dunkirk's going to win Best Motion Picture. Really? I, think, I just think it's going to win. No. It's, it's, I think it's done so well in the other one. It's kind of just, it's I don't, another note. I don't think with 
three billboards and Shape of Water coming out in the same year. I just don't think, I just can't see how that would happen. I think those two are the big contenders for the movie of the year. They could be the upsets. Because I think John Kirk has a really strong possibility. Oh, adapted screenplay. Oh, Logan, Logan's Logan. on adapted. Yeah. Yeah, we talked about that. I forgot about that. Disaster. craziness okay i want to see this and then we can end the episode yeah. okay uh, well coming at you live while while we wait two days later. i think best leading actor i think is going to be uh gary oldman uh best leading is probably going to be francis maybe margot robbie if margot wins it that'd be fucking great i think she and deserves then, it who else best director uh it, i don't think jordan yeah, peele is going to get it it's going to be I del think toro yeah the, the, the toro or nolan maybe nolan yeah and the best adapted screenplay winner. Okay. No. Call me by your name. Oh, Logan, you were the chosen one. Uh, okay. Uh, that's that's the episode. Check us out on iTunes. Go to our website, chesttalkpodcast.com. I know lately we've been having some issues with downloading the episodes, but I'm trying to get that figured out. There's just some issues with Squarespace and our metrics website that i use to track downloads and things like that but it should be pretty much resolved at this point so there should be no more issues trying to download episodes uh give us a rating on itunes please we love that pet your dog <laughs> send me your dog pictures all the dog pictures to twitter chess underscore talk we will rate <laughs> them for you last words okay. uh last now last words i gotta pick now uh, uh, I don't know. It's, uh, <laughs> don't go to school tomorrow. <laughs> um, 